0: All right. It is currently June 10th. It is a Wednesday. Fawzi and I, over the years, we've had so many crazy stories that we've told each other and all these different things from our past, from before we even lived in France. You know, stories that are really kind of, they really don't have a lot of logic. They're kind of unexplainable. Stories about the paranormal, stories about the supernatural. And it's kind of weird because it's, it's almost like... I don't know I really don't know why we we've we've had so many crazy stories over the years, you know. And we have so many.
1: So yeah, we decided to uh, we have so many different horror stories from different cultures, you know. And we decided to share this stuff with you guys like
0: yeah. It's a like a, it's a new it's really a new segment. It's a new segment. It's obviously off the beaten path, very different from yeah. what we've done. Yeah before yeah. it's the dark side of our life but it's you know wednesday night a lot of you are probably going to work going to school why not nestle up in bed and hear a couple of really uh spine chilling kind of some scary stories from uh all right so, so what we're going to do today is i guess we're going to start with uh with that little story you started telling me about earlier yeah. You know, and it's the funny part about it, dude, is you only know a small portion of it. Like, yeah. I only told you like a small amount. I kind of gave you the the cliff notes of the story. And I was like, stop, hop on the microphone, stop, stop recording. <laughs> You're right, because there's so many, there's so many- we
1: gotta get that out there and get people to listen to this. It's yeah. very interesting and fun.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's, honestly, it's one of the craziest stories, I think- yeah, this is a story that involves an ex-girlfriend of mine when I lived back in New York. So this is a, wow, this has to be about six years ago. And a mansion of terrors. That's right. And it's, ba- yeah, and actually that's kind of an interesting way to call it. We call it like my ex and her, man, and her giant mansion of terrors. Yeah. Which would be a kind of an interesting title for this, I guess. I I It would fit perfectly, in my opinion, The house where she used to live in and It's I mean not that it was necessarily a mansion, but certainly it was a big house But before we jump into that because I will go into that I Guess I should start from the top, you know, go ahead, man Do it so do it. Let's slip in the yeah, everybody get cuddled up get cozy and everything warm, get warmed up under the fireplace or whatever, if you are lucky enough to have a freaking fireplace in your room, but we're going to start off in, I would say about January of 2013. So that's roughly around the time I started dating her and it begins here because that's when, you know, that's around the first time that I went to her haunted mansion house. so all right january 2013 at the time i was about 23 i was living you know i'm originally from new york city but my ex she we met in college we met in university she was traveling she was actually commuting down to college every day like i think like two hours because she comes from upstate new York. So she came from a tiny little place. She came from a little hamlet called Walk Hill. It's all the way up in the north, in the middle of nowhere. Mm. And just to give some of the listeners out there, maybe some of you who are not American or not even New Yorkers, a little bit of insight. New York you, everyone knows New York City. You know the big city, the lights, the sounds. Everyone has a good idea about it has that. It's dark side as well. Of course well, we we'll get into that some other day because definitely new york city has of course a lot of darkness to it but for this story and for for this whole thing that happened with my ex-girlfriend she lived in what is called upstate new york Mm. so she lived outside of new york city in the north which is completely different from new york city it's like not the same at all it looks like the countryside People like it's out there. Like there's hay. Like it's en- like empty big roads. Beautiful on the outside, creepy on the inside. It makes honestly. On the <laughs> it's probably creepy on the inside, creepy on the outside, <laughs> creepy everywhere. All so right. it's it's up there in the north. It's it looks like the countryside. It, imagine American Horror Story. Imagine just driving for for hours down empty roads with nothing by i mean there's just like you know there's just nothing for miles almost and the first time uh i remember that i decided to go up there and visit her was that winter this is my first time going all the way up there like the most i'd ever been above new york city is maybe like you know 20 to 30 minutes of you know up north mm. so it was kind of like You know kind of going up there to just you know like i don't know see a cousin or something because i have some family up there never have i been two hours north or even an hour north so it was just kind of a creepy to me and honestly it kind of reminds me of like the the intro to the movie the shining a little bit like the movie with jack nicholson where they're driving to like the 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 hotel and it's like empty roads and winding streets and I'm driving all by myself, you know, and I'm just kind of like also surprised because I couldn't believe that this is what New York really was like all the way up there. I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, who would have thought that New York state is like this? You could see crags, mountains, Mm -hmm. ravines. It's like you're driving through these like mountainous areas as I'm heading all the way up there. So... (laughs) You know, it's getting to be nighttime. I left my house when it was still the day. By the time I arrived, it must've been around eight o'clock or seven. It's now, you know, dusk, Yeah. you know? Very lonely roads. And I would have to say- Did you feel like something off while you were on the road? Yeah. I'm driving and I don't, I'm not one to be superstitious I actually, like I try to be very realistic about things. I'm not too much of like this, you know, very like, spiritual person i try to be yeah logical yeah Yeah, but i I certainly felt like there was something off as i was getting more and more into the northern part of 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 where she lived and into the neighboring area of of this part of new york yeah so something's weird man like i feel like this weird kind of like dread perhaps and i at the time i was just like well you know it's just super dark and there's nothing around and you could see deer and like animals and i was like but there's just something about it that creeped me out
1: Mm.
0: going around these winding roads and i finally get to her place and you know just to give you guys a little description of this mansion home You know, it's, it's a, it's a large house, maybe by American standards is not that big because Americans are used to huge shit, but it was big. And let me just say, as I'm like, I had to go through like a a neighborhood of empty homes. It's all dark. These houses are all really far apart from each other. And all the way at the end of the super dark dead end in the middle of nowhere is, finally like this massive driveway. It's super dark. So I'm like, wow, this place is huge. I mean, this driveway yeah. sloped all the way down and it went like for a, like I don't know, like I don't know, it was like 200 yards. And, and then- that's where the house was or like your or that was like
1: the the driveway. No,
0: that was the house. Honestly, like the driveway was right in front of the house. So like mm. you go down the slope Wow. And the house is right there. But then the really creepy part about it is that, like, the houses next to that one were really far apart. Yeah. So there were just, like, trees and, and stuff. Like, there were just trees. It was, like, a big
1: house just, like, out there.
0: Like, yeah. So I'm pulling my car in. My lights are on. Everything is dark except for, like, a couple of lights that are on in the house. Yeah. So I pull in. The house looks huge at the time. It just looked like this giant, like, like menacing... The house in the middle of nowhere, pull in, you know, pull inside and I remember I was waiting outside and I just kind of like decided to just look up a little bit. and I was like, Okay, it feels a little weird, you know. So at that moment, the lights were off downstairs, my car lights were on. And in that moment, I like looked up and I looked through the window. And I remember that I saw the reflection of these two red beams coming out of the window. Oh boy! So I was like, "What the? On the first fuck? fucking visit? Yeah." So I was like, I saw these two red things, and then I was just kind of like, "What the fuck?" Whatever. My ex says, "Okay, cool. I'm gonna come get you. We're gonna go in through the garage." Because it didn't the, freak you out or anything like you felt I was like, already like, kind, kind of. I was I kind of. W- things. I was kind of weirded out a little bit. So I was like, okay, it's kind of weird. But then when my ex comes out, out comes a cat. So I was like, oh, okay. So maybe the eyes were the cat. Mm -hmm. I was like, could be a possibility. So I thought to myself, okay, whatever. Not a big deal. Fuck it. It's just a cat. Yeah. When she came out to get me, it was cold. She's out in like this bathrobe or something. Like she's got a bunch of layers on and, you know, say hi to her. Go in through the garage and, dude, it's like, it's just weird, man. Like, it's cold. It's January. It's New York. I get it. But I remember just kind of going through the garage a little bit, just kind of feeling like a, you know, just like kind of like a, you know what I mean? Like, just kind of like this, it's something weird energy. Like a chill. Yeah. A little bit of a chill. And I couldn't put my finger on it, I couldn't understand what it was. But I kind of just, go through the garage yeah and then there was the basement like the garage is here then there's a basement and their basement had a sofa Mm. like a big couch area and a big tv and then before and then in the middle of that was the stairs that take you up to the rest of the house which was the kitchen and stuff Mm. so i'm kind of going up there you know i'm like you know making my way through this you know going up the stairs to this big house, like, you know, and that was kind of my first night being there and stuff. And at this point, I was just, I don't know, that first night that I was there, you stayed over that night? Or were you know, like, visiting, I was just visiting. Okay, I, mean, I, I stayed for I arrived at eight, I'm probably stayed around till like, about 11. And then I went home. It was weird. It was beginning to stand it was all weird feeling. It was a weird feeling, but I didn't experience anything yet. Like I didn't, yeah. I didn't get anything besides like the two eyes and the, I didn't experience anything, but I definitely was like, okay, this is a little, but whatever had dinner with the family for the first time. Cool. Nothing crazy. Mm. The end of the night, I got back in my car, said goodbye to the, to the girl. And I start to pull out, and I and I left. And it's almost kind of weird because as I was leaving, I kind of uh, I kind of looked over, just as a knee jerk reaction. Mm. I kind of looked over at the just the dark house. I don't know why, but I just kind of looked over, and I was like, Ugh, like I just got like this weird, this weird feeling. vibe, creepy. So. I went home, and I remember after that for a couple of days. Like, I remember my ex saying, "Like, so, what did you think about my house?" And I was like, "Oh, cool. I guess you know, whatever. Blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. Didn't think anything, but it was interesting because she asked me a couple of times, "What did you think about the house? Did you like it? Did you feel comfortable?" How does she fucking know what's going on? Yeah, she so I'm like, experience some. So it's almost like I'm like why are you asking so many times you know so i was just like that's a lot of asking and then finally it was you know i think like a week after that or two weeks after that i went back to visit her again
1: Mm.
0: i went back to spend some time with her this time i stayed over to sleep there Oh, okay second time you went there you yeah you decided to stay over so okay here we go again so I decided to go spend some time with her, get back, do the long drive, you know, pull into the dark driveway. And I remember that I got out of the car, went through the garage like I always do. Standard, right? Driving there
1: late in the evening must be really creepy. That area is, I think. It's,
0: it's a weird situation because it's, a, it's extremely dark and you're one of the things that you'll notice is uh on the way to her place you pass a giant prison and it's often like the distance oh, god yeah you can like feel the negativity yeah crawling to the road yeah dude like you see like there's this huge prison and there's like barbed wire and it's about 40 minutes from her house mm. so i'm like okay and then as you're driving down these winding roads you see like abandoned churches abandoned cemeteries
1: that's crazy
0: it's like really do because it's just like, it's like a place where wow. it's 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 really old and i didn't really know the history too much of this place until later a creepy museum on the road <laughs> yeah it'll just be like oh look it's like empty old thing that's been uninhabited for years and it's just there and there's not a lot of houses okay especially for a city kid it just feels generally kind of creepy so- so you arrive there. So I get there, and we go in through the garage. And I remember I walk in, and this is where shit gets crazy. I walk in, and as we're going through the garage to enter the to enter the basement, out of nowhere, I just in my ear I hear like, "Not you again." You hear? You heard what? I hear a very faint voice go,
1: not you again.
0: You heard, you heard a voice that said, not you again. Yeah, like it was, it was like very faint oh. and it happened very quickly. And I remember it was just like, it was like, is that my head? Fuck. I was like, is that my fucking head right now? Like, am I actually hearing this? And it was so fast and it was so slight. It and it been. was, Yeah, it I was like, I accurate. for sure no that I just heard that in my in my head but I couldn't understand that it was being said to me you know so I'm like oh what oh, that's the insane.
1: hell oh shit man
0: so I'm like this is some crazy shit all right so at that point I'm like oh, this is fucking weird I didn't say anything okay so that whole night I'm kind of feeling now I'm starting to look around a little bit because what the
1: hell dude like clearly someone doesn't want you in that house or something doesn't want you in that house i don't
0: yeah i'm like uh what so you know something might not want me there but definitely i mean it was just her and myself we were the only ones down there the basement is pitch black and the garage light is on and it's flickering because it's like a garage and it's like garages always look dingy like that anyway so i'm like okay, this is right off the bat, I feel uncomfortable. That night, you know, I remember just feeling uncomfortable, and just being kind of on edge. So then, um, you know, my ex and I were she's like, Hey, I wanted to tell you something. So I'm like, Yeah, okay. And she's like, you know, I've been asking you a lot if you think this, if you like my house, if you feel comfortable here, right? I said, Yeah, I know, you've asked me a couple times. She's like, Well, the reason i keep asking you is because i want to know if you've experienced anything weird you know while you've been here holy shit it's like she knows something's
1: gonna happen what's gonna happen to
0: you check this out so she oh, says man. like well you know it's it's just that it I've, I've asked a lot because i don't know if you've seen or heard anything strange oh, and i was no. like Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you about, you know, when I first got here today, I heard something, some, some, something whisper something in my ear. It was, and it was really creepy. And she's like, yeah, I, oh my God. Like she wasn't even surprised or anything, bro. She was like, yeah, okay. I get it. And I was like, wait a minute. Why are you so calm right now? Yes. Why are you so relaxed? I'm telling you something
1: fucked up happened to me while when I arrived and you're like, as if you knew.
0: Yeah, dude. I was like okay you're too calm about this and then she's like okay so like the reality is yeah this uh my house is haunted and she just like throw it in your face like that it's just like my house is haunted and beautiful it's like every person who's been in this house has experienced something strange welcome to the family well <laughs> It really, again, yeah, it's like, welcome, welcome to the house. And I just, you know, like, we've just started dating. So I didn't want to tell you because I don't want to scare you off. But like this house has weird activity and everyone who's been here has experienced something strange. And you were like, I'm out of here. Or you are like, like, which one was it? <laughs> Me? Okay. Like the thing about it is the thing is I am generally drawn by this type of stuff. I love this type of stuff. Yeah. Now, the difference is. Even though I love paranormal stuff and I kind of seek it out and I enjoy it, it's different when you have to sleep there.
1: Experiencing this shit is a different level, bro. <laughs> it, like it's different
0: when you have to sleep in the place. Yeah, you know, like you. It's like, yeah, I want to go to a haunted house. Okay, cool, dude. Get in your pajamas and sleep there now. You have yeah, to go out and try to go to sleep that's there. The challenge. So it was just like, and I was, you know, I was very curious about it, and I was like, this is nuts. You know, and, and I was like, this is, I didn't know what to think. We ended up going to sleep. Nothing crazy happened after that, besides the, you know, the weird whisper that happened. And then the next day, you know, I packed up my stuff and went home because I had to go to work, you know? So that was kind of my first experience really with the paranormal in this house. Of what would be many you know but now that I know mm. now that she kind of told me what was going on it was like now I'm alert now I'm like yeah and I you know so now I'm kind of like they let you go easy first night you know it was peaceful yeah <laughs> I, yeah the, the yeah like it, I they they were like we're just gonna let you sort of uh, get we're gonna we're just gonna whisper something but we're just I'm gonna, just gonna warm you up a little bit you know just, exactly uh, so as the relationship went on, I went going I, I kept going back to the house for this for for a couple of weeks, you know. Going back, hanging out with her. And here's just kind of like a little bit of some weird stuff. So I went shortly after that, I think two weeks after the experience with the whispering voice. By the way, it was uh it was the voice of a man. It was kind of okay. like it was yeah. a very like But it was definitely like a voice of a, I felt masculine, this voice. Mm. So the next experience was, I remember that it was now February, I would say March, the beginning of March, probably like a month and a half after the experiences before I went there. It was probably five in the afternoon. The sun was still, it was kind of like a rainy day. It was very rainy. Pull into the driveway. As I'm going down the slope of the driveway, get out of my car. I used to bring like a little bag of clothes with me, so I went mm. to open the trunk of my car to get out my clothes. You know, I went out to get my stuff.
1: Yeah,
0: grab my things, and I swear to you, I look at the house, and it's a it's there's it's a two story house. There's like a first floor and a second yeah, floor. Yeah. And the second floor has a window that's pointed directly at me. It's like it's facing where you were at. Yeah, and the blinds split open, like they just opened. Like Like, someone opened them. Yeah, like somebody opened. Someone opened the. Somebody opened, as if they're looking. Like they looked to see that somebody came to the house because my car just pulled Mm. in. So I was like, "All right, cool, no problem. Like it's not a big deal, you know." So I just figured that my car alerted someone and like somebody saw me. Yeah. But then here's where things get crazy. I go into the house. Everybody's in the kitchen. Everybody was wasn't like on the second floor. The mother, her father, her sister, my my ex-girlfriend, the cat and the dog are all in the kitchen waiting for me to have dinner. The moment that I walked in the house. So there's no way like that that fast someone would be able to like no. go downstairs. No, everyone is already eating and there's nobody else. Oh God, that's insane. That's there's nobody much. else. And like the thing is, this is the Can thing. Can you imagine this? I close the trunk. The time for me to go to the front porch from seeing somebody open is... A few seconds. 10 seconds. Yeah. Everyone's already sitting down. There's and the thing is like the way the house is built, like it would take you like for you to go all the way down the stairs, it would take several like it would take longer than that. Mm. There's no possible way. Like everyone was already halfway into eating their food because you know, they, somebody had to go to work. So everyone was already there. Nobody was upstairs. Here's your second sign. <laughs> so I was like, and, and then I remember being like, Hey, um, was somebody just upstairs? They're like no, like we've been oh, here. Oh god,
1: here you go. Like they already told. They just told you. Like
0: yeah, like they were like, and, and then and then they were like, no, we were he, We've been here for like the last thirty minutes. So I was like, oh boy. So now i'm like okay that's fucking creepy as shit so now i'm like really creeping out this is experience number two for me and i'm like okay this is weird so i that night again i'm i'm, I'm you know in bed with my... no you stayed again i mean at this point i'm in the relationship
1: oh leave bro leave the... They don't want you there. Not the family, the the, the other kind.
0: So <laughs> The third kind. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of... I'm in this relationship now, so it's happening. So I'm like, okay. I'm laying in bed with my ex. And I'm like, okay, so... You know how I asked you at dinner where you guys... Like, why I asked you where you guys were? Well, that's because somebody opened the blinds. You know, and... I thought it was somebody, and obviously there was nobody upstairs when I saw the blinds open. And she's like, I know, you know, the house and she's everything. It's like, oh,
1: that's Toby, our imaginary friend or <laughs> Right. Oh, God. I can't believe she's, like, so... Very relaxed about this. Very, like, you know, used
0: to this, to the... To the point where, like,
1: yeah, you know.
0: But here's the thing: she's also kind of understanding. She's like, "Yeah, I know you're freaked out. Like, I get it. You'll get used to it. Don't but worry. It takes
1: time. <laughs> get
0: used to it." Here's the in- So here's where things get a little interesting. So she's like, "Okay, look, I'm gonna. Are you okay if I tell you some stories?" Yes, yes, yes. Tell me. So she says, "Yeah." I mean, I she's asked me that question, yeah. and I say, "Absolutely, let's yeah, go. I want to hear yeah. it." So she's like, "Okay." So she starts freaking tell me like these like different events and things that have occurred now we're talking about the second floor so she's like okay here we go she says that three years before the event the three years before this uh-huh. she had her cousins take care of the house because they went on vacation so the, oh, okay. so they yeah. went to florida to like see some family members and they had some so cousins had stay in the house yeah they were house sitting because they have a dog and they have a cat yeah so she says that they house sit they, they house sat for like a weekend and they couldn't make it past Saturday. They couldn't stay in the house. Like they stayed Friday and they were like, This is really weird. Saturday they were like We're out of here. Because what happened was they it started off pretty, you know, like hearing footsteps just hearing footsteps ghost uh, events and they were like this is weird and then it evolved and then from there it got worse and worse like it started from there it started with like the tv turning on and they're like what the there's only two people and this is a big house and there were the cut like the cousin was just the cousin and his and his fiance there were only two people in this entire house and then the dog and the tv would be on and it'd be like how did the tv come on all these different events and then finally there was one day where they went out to get dinner or they went out to get like food or whatever and they came back and they walked in the house and the place where I saw the blinds open, yeah, something threw all their clothes everywhere. Like their clothes from, from the window or like it was, it was, yeah. it, it was on the front porch or Yeah. Like oh something God. like there was clothes on the front porch and there were clothes As thrown someone throw everything all out. over the store steps, like all over the steps of the house. Like some, and it was not, it was their clothes. It was the cousin's clothes.
1: Yeah, I can't believe this. Like this shit. You know, most of this shit, you only see it in movies. And you're like,
0: all right, that's a good movie. But, like, I don't know. It's crazy. It that's was insane, man. Yeah, dude. It was, like, stuff. Like, the clothes were thrown on the front porch. And they were thrown all over the, the stairs to the house. So, they were... They immediately called and were like, look, please. I mean, I'm sorry that you guys are... I know you're on, like, on vacation and stuff. And you're supposed to stay another day. But this is extremely creepy. Like, extremely creepy and... We don't even know where to go. Like, we go to upstairs. It's it's uncomfortable. Like, so it's almost like they they wanted to leave right away. It's almost if like there's like, something doesn't want them in the house. Right, and this will I this all builds later because somebody doesn't want the cousin in the house. Oh God! Something doesn't maybe want me in the house yeah. because I have something watching me, and I also have a voice telling me not you again. So I'm thinking like, this thing has like, this thing has a problem with visitors clearly, or that's what I'm kind of like starting to piece together in my head, I'm like, I kind of get this feeling. So that's one story, you know, at this point, I'm starting to like, observe all these strange things. Like I remember we were, we would sit in the living room and my ex at the time was sick. And she would fall asleep. So I was the only one awake. Everyone is gone. It's three o'clock in the morning. I would be the only person around who was awake. And the cat would just start like freaking out looking at nothing. Like it would just start looking up and down in an empty room.
1: Animals can see shit. It's crazy.
0: So it would be like the cat would start looking up and down. Nothing is there. It's not looking out the window. It's like staring at a wall. And then it's like starting to look. And I'm like, and I'm just like, what? what is it looking at? What is it staring at? You know, and it was, uh, so, so all these little things are happening. She starts telling me that apparently a lot of the activity is either coming from that upstairs area, or it's also coming from the basement. Mm. And that was really shocking to me because that's where I heard the voice talk yeah, to me. Yeah. So she was telling me that, for example, this was crazy. This one is nuts. The mom was in the kitchen,
1: Mm.
0: you know? So the mother, she is cooking, opens the door to the, opens the door and shouts into the basement, hey guys, dinner is ready. And they, and she hears back like, okay, I'll be up there in a little bit. Mm. Shuts the door, finishes cooking. And then like, through the front door comes the sister. Okay. And the sister's like, Hey, sorry, I stopped. Uh, I was going, I went to the supermarket to get some things. And for the sake of the story, we'll call the sister Brie. We're going to call her Brie. Yeah. So Brie comes in, the mom says, wait, Brie, you just came from the supermarket? She's like, yeah. I just called your name 30 minutes ago in the basement and your voice said, I'll be up there in 15 minutes. And Bree is like, no, I've been gone for 30 minutes. Like I've been gone. I was at the supermarket the entire time. She's like, what, you weren't in the basement? She's like, no. That's crazy. And dude. she's like, no, wait, who's in the basement? like, no one because my ex in this story was not there. The father was working. There was nobody there except for these two humans yeah and one of them went to the supermarket to pick up some stuff and the mom thought she was she was like in the house with the girl who wasn't there so somehow or another a voice that sounded exactly like her shouted back at her that she would be up there and there was nobody there with oh man from all the shit i've experienced this is a whole different level like it gets so much better too. So it's like all these stories she's telling, like all, all these things are happening, like basement activity. This was the basement. Another one happened too, where one of her, like she was, one of her friends slept in the basement by himself. Wow. Because <laughs> he didn't know. He didn't know. Oh God! You know, and I like, and then like you know, he would hear like he he heard some man, a man's voice. So it was just kind of like okay. This makes sense because I heard the voice too. So if a friend heard the voice, I heard the voice. We're not the only ones who are hearing this. There is definitely something in the basement and it's male. Remember, I told you it was masculine. It was a male voice. So I was like, okay, something's up in that freaking basement. Something's going on. So the stories are starting to come out now. The more we date, the more the story starts to come out. The cast keeps acting weird or, I'll, you know, and I kept feeling my own things. Like I would hear footsteps and everyone's asleep. And I'm like, uh, and this is like a lot, but compared to
1: the other stuff you're experiencing or you will experience later is not nothing like footsteps or lights flickering and all that. Yeah. It's like daily basis.
0: Yeah. So it gets like really creepy. It gets really creepy. And between just the stories and like you said, like just the experiences that are happening to me, be it footsteps or the cat just looking at nothing or just like staring at something and moving and nothing's there. It's just the voice. Uh, and then finally, this is kind of a big moment because this leads to one of the big reveals. So what happened was Brie, mm. the sister, Yeah. this was a big event. This was huge. Do it, do it. I remember this is this occurred when I was still with my ex. So I stayed over for a weekend and the next morning Brie is crying hysterically. Like she's crying in the kitchen. And you know, I was all confused and I didn't know what was going on. So my ex was like, hey, so something happened to her last night. So I was like what's going on? I mean at the time this girl was young and she was going out a lot with her friends, so I just assumed it was she was partying. She mm. was like no no no, she was here. She was in her in a room. Mm. But something happened. What happened? So it was like what I, I was like what, what what happened? And she said, "Well, apparently Brie was going to sleep, you know. And she started hearing like this like like a scratch on the window." like a scratch she lived she slit you know they all sleep on the on second, second floor, floor yeah. and they have a window and at first it appeared that there was like a tree that was scratching kind of mm. like in the horror mm. movies you know you see the trees that are scratching so she's like hearing scratches like this yeah and she's getting agitated she's freaking out she doesn't know what to do she's just trying to go to sleep you know and the sound just keeps getting like oh god You know, crazier and crazier to the point where it sounds like a mechanic it, it can't be a tree because it just keeps going That's so fucking creepy like I got goosebumps now. So as the sound goes, she's starting to breathe oh heavier and heavier and like <sighs> and yeah. right when that happens Her fucking alarm goes off. Her alarm just goes. Heart attack. So she she starts screaming hysterically. She freaks out. She's like, like, she's like panicking because she doesn't know what to do, you know? So there she's crying because it's like, imagine, you know, her, your alarm goes off. Her alarm wasn't even set oh her alarm it's it's it was midnight like why would her alarm be on like oh my god it's one of these things where like and it wasn't turning on it wasn't her it wasn't her phone it was along the clock it was a clock oh my god that wasn't even even set it was like it's an old clock that she doesn't use she's a girl with an iphone she why would she use an old she's got an iphone so she didn't have any alarm set and this thing just started buzzing wow and it ruined her whole you know she's of course terrified at this point so that was really a huge moment and i remember me and my ex were like i was just asking all these questions i was like how long have you guys known about this like all these hauntings like you're talking about this the cat i'm starting to bring out all this stuff like you know you're having all these situations How long has this been going on? Everybody trying to just like adapt and act as as if there's nothing going on. That's exactly it. I'm like, you know, like, why are you guys all seem really cool with this and and, and stuff, but you all are aware that this place is haunted. What's going on? So she says, all right, I'm going to tell you what happened because I'm going to tell you what's going on. I don't want to scare you, but we've been dating long enough now. So she says, you see this big house that we live in? Yeah. We used to live on this property before, but we didn't live in this house. Like the same area, but not the house? No, like they lived exactly on the same plot, like exactly in the, in the same, same section. So I'm like, I'm confused. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, And she says, well, I never told you this, but there was another house before there was this big house. We lived in a smaller house, mm-hmm. exactly where we are sitting right now. And one day, we all went to sleep. And this was about 10 years before all of this. She was a girl. She was like about 10 years old. Her sister was eight. This was a while before. Yes. We were going, we were asleep. It was the middle of the night. My mother, she doesn't know why or how, but she believes that uh, something was turned on with the stove. Because nobody left it on, but the stove was on. We were all asleep on the second floor of of this home, which was completely different. This was a house. Yeah. And the house caught fire. It started going up in flames and we were completely asleep. Oh, my God. But something very strange happened because even though we were fast asleep while the fire was raging downstairs and burning everything to pieces, somehow or another, Bree was woken up. And nobody knows how she was woken up. Somehow or some way, something woke up Brie. And it wasn't the flames because her room was the furthest from the fire. So nothing could have woken yeah. her up. When we asked Brie later, when she got older through the years, she told yeah. us that she feels like a little girl woke her up. And a little girl poked her on the shoulder and told her to get up. So when Brie woke up, she yeah. followed the little girl and she followed the little girl outside her room. And the little girl led her to the downstairs where she saw the flames. So Brie saw the flames and immediately woke up the entire family. Yeah. Everyone wakes up. They all ended up, uh, they all ended up get leaving the house. They were able to leave that. They left safe. through the second floor. They yeah. like jumped down and yeah. they managed to like land on the porch and survive. Yeah. Then they called the firefighters. Yeah, so so that's how they they rebuilt the whole house again. After. So the whole house went up in flames and was destroyed, and what they did is they rebuilt a huge house on top of the old house on the same spot. Yep, on the same exact place. So that's
1: crazy. Like this whole fire thing in the first place doesn't make sense. Like the stove goes on. It's on, it was just it just the burnt whole the whole down. place
0: down. That's so crazy. it's like. She says. So she goes on to explain that for about a year they slept in a hotel, hmm. like the like the firefighter department or like the government or something. Like they had insurance. Until so, they got
1: the house all fixed up again. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So they lived in a hotel until they fixed up the new house and they got this new place. Yeah. So I'm there, like freaked out. Like oh, wait a minute. So your your house went up in flames for no reason. It just it, they just went up in flames your little sister was woken up by a mysterious little girl that was and she's the reason why you're alive or else you would have all been dead because you would have like none of you woke up for it and she's like yeah that is why this is going on so i'm thinking this is crazy we ended up having a long conversation after that and i said dude you I mean, you've got something going on here, something is happening. And she said, Yeah, you're right. And she said, if you want, we could, uh, we could try seeing different psychics or people or mystics and try to figure out what's happening on this on this what's going on here. Because she said, we know, based on what's happening, that there's a spirit of a little girl that saved us. But then who's the man in the basement? Yeah. So, we end up going on a journey to figure out what is going on in my ex's house. You already got involved with this shit. You can't get out now. I'm involved. I'm in it. All I can do at this point is go for it. What happened next? What happened next? Gonna have to wait till the next episode. (laughs) Okay. Because it's only going to get crazier from there. And we're going to finally find out exactly what's going on. So we're gonna continue with my story, I'm gonna continue telling you guys what's going on with uh, the haunted mansion of my ex-girlfriend and until then I wish you guys well. Stay tuned uh, and we'll find out what exactly occurs to all these people involved. Thank God we're gonna be sleeping in that cave tonight together (laughs) oh my god bro like Uh, honestly like it feels like it almost you know for a moment i was actually scared to go to bed thinking like you know because let's put it this way sometimes even though you're in paris even though you're so far away from it all you know distance doesn't mean anything to spirit sometimes and i won't lie to you occasionally i do feel like weird sensations even when i'm walking around but anyways we'll get to that later ah. folks so stay safe out there keep it creepy have a good night's sleep for all you listeners that are paying attention that are listening tight, at night everybody sleep tight and don't hear any of uh, some old uh when ah, you're going to bed sweet dreams